think this is part five. It's a different day. The recognition of the aforementioned belief in the impossible and nothingness becomes another heroic attempt establishing contact with reality where I learn to stop hoping and fully embrace mythanthropy. A cheatus attempting to recalibrate consciousness toward acknowledging the presence of the already living era of transhumanism that has incessantly been swinging itself ever more toward a kind of liberation from the bounds of nature in which it hopes soon enough to shift the epoch into cybernetic posthumanism as a further embedded transmogrification of reality and how this has all really gone far enough. Part 5 Let's leave Chun and go back to that international space station with its huge blue solar panels spanning out, with its classic satellite look, with its international crew with their flags on their shoulders. Outside the windows it is always night, always stars, always space. Kin watches as they travel through the zodiac in their daily orbit. Kin will have an incredible wealth of information about how one's mood is impacted by one's position in space in relation to the zodiac and to the planets, but without the influence of life on Earth. Kin has the good fortune of briefly experiencing the changes each day and has thus been able to note them for what they are. It's brief because they travel very quickly as they orbit around the Earth. 17,140 miles per hour. Joms and Kin are playing a Gnostic word game called Satellite Theater. Joms says, Nearwig crawling out of a light socket. Kin says, A bumblebee on the curtain. Joms says, A moth. Flipped over, struggling, like a turtle, Kin says. Nietzsche is a bad person, Jom says. How does one get away with it for so long? Kin says, just blatant misogyny, a hero to so many. Jom says, just conveniently disregard the indiscretions. Kin says, Give in to the patrician. A book of Nietzsche was in the room, listening to this. Jom says, Fuck Nietzsche, sitting on my floor, the braggart. M.P. Hall was in the corner, listening too, hoping they didn't consider his role in any of it. Masons. Too bad all the witches got burned. It's as though someone ripped bands of color from our rainbow. Kin says... Yeah, well, beside him is all the rest of it, too. The abandoned pomp of marauder after marauder. Joms says, At least there was Hess, meditating and playing the violin in hidden Swiss stone corridors alone, wrenching story after story out of the hinterlands. Kin says, Fuck all of them. This one sided catastrophe of a conversation called history... Jom says, and here we are in this abysmal stupor, just trying to make ends meet. Kin says, state-mandated smoothies for everyone. Jom says, Lithuanian dream songs. Kin says, 
been so nice up here, conceptualizing the world as a whole. No borders, John says. The begonia needs watering, Ken says. Well, tonight our subject just so happens to be the very essence of watering a plant. John says, I dislike artificial lighting. The International Space Station travels around the Earth at 17,140 miles per hour. That means it equals, among other things, the number 13, which is Death, the Great Transformer. Joms and Kin transitioned from the first part of their game, as they had now reached a sort of astronosis and begin to have a conversation, the second part of their game, in which they try and discover something relevant or useful. Jean said, So, essentially, this is repetition rather than discovery. There's something in my eye. Is it possible that there and maybe here there are answers to the conundrum of life? Joms was pointing at the moon. Joms continued, Today, when I sat down to write, I realized the plants would like some water. I was remiss to stop and give them some, yet they needed it, so I actively altered my resistance toward a reality more conducive to the plants getting water. I then found that the near source of water was a gallon jug of our holy drinking water that I cherished so much. I had another resistance at this moment because the plants can just drink our recycled water, but then I realized they will appreciate my water, and we have plenty. So I gave them all a nice gulp of the holy water I love. Now, break this down. Two decisions that involved a conscious change in energy towards the beneficial have just created a slew of beneficial permeations. The plants got some really nice water through an act of compassion, friendship, sacrifice. Sharing took place. The plants are happier now because they receive these multiple positive expressions. As a result, I am more at ease because they are emanating such pleasant energies now. Also, because I altered my decision making, I have increased my ability to make a choice contrary to my initial response. Ken said, Yeah, the point here is one of the secrets of human potentiality. One of the main secrets. We could probably control every aspect of our inner state if we were to try. Simple acts such as giving the plants water on their time offer that. The return is basically only bounded by every time the initial reaction is chosen. Thought, consideration, and ultimately willful decision-making are ours to wield, and the universe is completely malleable, especially in the psychic realm. It gets strange on the material plane, but I think that the material eventually yields to a mind that is actually capable of bending it, clearing the metaphysical pathway of the Vita Profuma. Digging a garden provides the willful strengthening that such an endeavor demands. John said, Nothing comes easy, no matter what anyone says. True richness is within the mind and the soul, the inner sanctum. Nils, 
whose attention had been drawn to the satellite as it passed overhead, noted the energy exchange taking place between Joms and Kin and became very excited. The state of mind of the two astronauts was perfectly receptive. Within the satellite, the communication speaker began to make some static noises. Kin said, oh, a transmission is coming through. Out of the speaker, an unfamiliar voice said, Trust is just a lad following whims without apprehension. That one falls with any sense of peace or certainty is a mystery. All will appear in its proper order. This becomes comforting. A sort of bliss like the moment after the feet have given up on the safety of the boulder and the body is suspended between that moment and the crescendo of the water's bosom. This is the moment of which you two reside. There is no limit and trust is always considering loftier heights every time that bliss is fulfilled. Will the water always be there? Power arises from nowhere. Turns is gone. The future grins, knowing what will soon come. Rain falls, sun shines. Truth is the only lie. Let us stray from what? From what? From divinity? There is no telling. Having nothing, because there is nothing to be had. Yet wanting to give bare and unclad a mind, weaving the threads of imagination, knowing what for there must be something done, one must not be apprehensive if one has the power to do it. The transmission ended at that with a static crackle. Joms looked at Kin, Kin looked at Joms. They were both quiet for a while. John said, Wow, they finally responded to one of your messages. I never thought they would take the bait. Would you mind playing that back? It would probably be good to analyze it. Ken said, Certainly. Yeah, just a second. Ken futz with the controls on the calm, which automatically records all transmissions for obvious reasons. Ken said, yeah, I figured as much. There's no recording of that one. First time was the charm, old Jonesy. You got what you got, and I'm sure we both got a lot more from that than we know at the moment. John said, I don't know how to feel. I feel ominous. But I also feel like I knew that was inevitable, and I can sense a shift in myself. Like I know exactly what to do now. Ken said, Right, but you just don't know what it is exactly, John said. Yeah, you too, eh? Ken said, wouldn't expect to feel any other way. Chan awoke from a dream of going off with family to do a large job. Their aunt, while backing a trailer in outside of the old hotel, bent and busted a lug. The trailer is incredibly large, so this is a serious problem. Beneath the hotel is a, 
a large room of old analog musical equipment. Stacks of it. The way in is a secret door through the bathroom of a restaurant. Artists know about this underground stockpile. They come to sort through gear in the Holy Land, creating arrays and displays, recording. A tape with an ambient backdrop on top of a young virtuous guitar, recording chopped at proper intervals to create a lo-fi hip-hop sound scheme. A lion's mane growing in an old oak tree. There are contextual parts missing, but if I laid out post-process, it will potentially provide a kind of dystopian completion. John awoke with Nils Sortie sleeping right above their head. They noted this in conjunction with the dream. Chun thought, What is the impact on society of the discovery of the spoon? Ah, surely I must develop this inquiry. Niels, Niels thought to Chun, Life flows perpetually. Never stops. Never waits. If you aren't looking in the right place, what you need to see will never materialize. Never in an odd way. There's a return. Misshapen, a return nonetheless. That's the nature of spheres. Chun thought, Yeah. What exactly is the impact of the discovery of the spoon? Chun, still groggy from sleep, felt a dissertation at hand. The spoon, the window, the rolling paper, the pruning shear, the watercolors, the cheesecloth, the chair, the marker, the shoes, the knife, the drum, the phone, the hammock, the tincture, the languages, the vessel, the kettle, the string, art, Poetry, mysticism, lore, music, painting, and philosophy all existed long before the first convenience. The first tools were any object with which one could draw, drum, or harvest. We have such a rude concept of the lives of our ancestors, thinking them dumb, violent, selfish oafs. In all actuality, this concept is what we have digressed towards from their hidden, most holy existence. Most of you think animals are very stupid, unadvanced, without philosophy or dreams or art or language, stuck in a life prescribed to them by nature. This, I will tell you, is just a projection. The concept is completely wrong. Every living being is actually equally as complex and soulful as every other. How did we get the audacity to determine who has a soul, to determine what others think, what happens when something that has a soul is dis is regarded as not having a soul? What? What? What happens when something... What happens? What happens when something that has a soul is regarded as not having a soul? Would it not be better to just give everything a soul and treat them accordingly? Just in case? Just in case they do have a soul? And a spirit? And thought? And everything else we consider exclusive to ourselves? Chun was patting Nils on the head, and Nils was purring. Chun got up and walked outside. Nils followed, but they both went their own direction.
In the satellite, Joms and Kin were still a bit taken aback, but they had found it good to continue talking as they drifted along in space. Joms said to Kin, There are colors and sounds right now that are invisible to our senses, yet they exist. Yet they exist. We've been misled. We are mistaken. What is the impact of the discovery of the currently dominant concept of nature? Kin said in response, Pure terror, perpetual grief, complete spiritual annihilation, entirely skewed relations with life, nature, earth, the cosmos, truth, ourselves, and all of reality. Jumps. Have you ever considered what is the impact of the discovery of the spoon? John said, no. No, I haven't. But there's something to it for sure. You know, Ken, perhaps I've been fooled. But it seems to me that this is the most important schism to overcome of the species. The upheaval of this false concept. And the cultivation of one much more beneficial. Much more inclusive of ever. Who decided that we are the best? Ken said... Well, you know, we are in an interesting position here, floating in space. I think most, if not all of us, are wrong. And yes, I trust a squirrel or an owl to be a better person than any of us any day of the week. They disregard not a single instant of existence. They live on Earth in full. We're just a bunch of drunks, philosophizing other people's mutated and insidious concepts. But, and I say this hesitantly, we are in an interesting position here. Jam said, Unfortunately, for everything I have covered, I will never be able to deny the egoism behind the written word. Thankfully, everything written is a happenstance exactly honest representation, as is the nature of reality, to always reflect itself. Honestly, the gravity of it is simply too strong to be resisted. Nils interjected, thinking to them both, Yes, pink frilly apricot blossoms will not save us. Joms continued talking and said, Nor the white laurel blossoms. Kin said, The pink teacup manzanita flowers then? Niels thought. Sweet summer ciders in woven grass vessels, a fern bowl where they slightly ferment and make bubbles like flat champagne. Kin said, I remember one day back on earth, a raven sat above my house in the morning. When I walked outside, the raven told all the woods I was awake and flew away. Jom said, This brain is a tempest, a frenzy of reaching waves who seek some unattainable holy, which is constantly flanking its pursuer with consolation prizes, tricks of worthwhile meanderings and tinkering. Why? Why does the holy do this to me? The holy said, 
Would it not be better that I possessed you completely so that you might just mediate enough to render yourself a blessing to the cosmos? John said, The moon out there seems always beckoning. Some dance, some reverence. And what isn't? It's just too hard. There is no God in me. Only art and some compassion. Kim said, I do hope our task is becoming clear to you as well. You'll have to be very careful about it. Careful about the others. Can nothing be said? Winter, yet so much sunshine. Damp cave, warm nest, do what? Most rest plainly. Then why is it so? Why is it not? This concludes part five. Okay. It's over now. But part six is next. I'm gonna just keep reading, but I broke it up into parts. It's magic. I'm recording.